we're back again. Best Behavior Creative Club live and on the scene at the Governor's Conference on Tourism and Hospitality. And we are very excited to talk with Beth Morrow from Lipscomb University. Hey, Beth. Hello. Thank you for having me. I have a question about the title of your podcast. Okay. Best Behavior Creative Club. Yep. I need to know more about what well, what is behind the title. Best Behavior Creative Club is a concept that I founded years and years ago. And if you are a member of that club, you are most you are potentially not on your best behavior all the time. <laughs> but it's for people, it's for rebels, it's for troublemakers, and it's for makers. Well, the I'm podcast, from Nashville, so that there fits. You go. It's for well that we we say that the podcast it's a spirit. It's for people that make things and make things happen. Mm-hmm. So, I personally love to talk with people that are willing to get real with us and really willing to talk about not just what they're doing about their business or about this or that, but what drives you, what really matters to you, because I think that folks that speak to their own passion and speak to their own pursuit of the things that matter to them and matter to the people around them, that's infectious in, a, in the best way possible. If you care about what you're doing, then others will as well. You know, so that's a little cool, bit of a I love it. Story. Glad to be good. here. Yeah. yeah, very glad to be here. Well, you're, ma- you're making something from scratch, right? You're making from a, scratch. You're making a, Building a new it. class. New a school, class, a, a new school, school within a, school. a university. That's right. Please tell me about it. I, I'm going to mess it up. You, you well, let me know. For for us, yes. so our university is 125 years old, and here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And for us, we are answering the question of how are we going to supply the demand of leaders and workers in this industry, this multifaceted industry over the next 25 years, and how are we going to use the best of what we know how to do in Nashville to be the best, to have the best students. So this, this, this part of the American South is a petri dish of trying to understand how can you set yourself apart with something really creative in order to provide value to a visitor, to a customer, to a client, to what you're offering. And and there's just no better place to see that and have access to that than, than in Nashville. And so our university all across the state already know that. And so at Lipscomb, we're ready to jump in and, and be a leader. Well, so from Lipscomb, uh, what, what brought you to Lipscomb to what you're trying to do so now. this moment in time what brought me there so the last three years I've been in consulting I've been part of the university for about 10 11 years and I, I popped out to do some consulting in the community and one of my consulting projects brought me back into this project just to gather stakeholders because I already knew a lot of people in the industry and I know the industry by heart I was born here uh, my dad ran an amusement park for 25 years and so I grew up there and if you grow up in an amusement park and around this industry then it's in your blood forever. And so we pulled together all the stakeholders in town that could tell us what they actually need in future leaders, not just the volume of people in the industry, but what what are the skills, what are the intangibles that we need so that we could really talk to people and help curate a whole educational program around that. So that got me really excited. I started thinking about it at night. I was thinking, well, why, you know, I, I left the university to go back into the community, and now I feel like I'm bringing the community right back into the university because now I'm building it. So I'm the one. So it's really, really exciting. I, I, I worked for the Convention and Visitors Bureau here. I worked for the Chamber of Commerce here. I worked for the Downtown Partnership here. I just know the city, and I know what you can do. Anybody 
anybody can come here and be creative and make what they want to make small business entrepreneurs just ideas as long as you the the main thing for me if you will show up and roll your sleeves up and put put the idea or the event or the concept before yourself you're golden you're in if you're ready to work we need you here in nashville yeah if you're ready to work we need you here i love it if you're ready to work and have fun i mean all we do is work and have fun here I mean, look at this beautiful convention center. Yep. Have you seen a convention center like this before? No. This is our work. We got lost twice in this convention yes. center yesterday. We, we, Chris and I literally went a whole entire circle and we're like, oh, the van. We got lost again. Yeah, we, yeah, we were looking for the van. It's fine though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it was a long. It was a long trip. Well, I've watched. I mean, Nashville in particular. Everybody has watched it grow. Explode. I mean, you know, explode. And we're seeing growth. You know, in terms of. In, in, in a lot of the cities around Tennessee, mm-hmm. you know, they're coming up. And I think you're going to be able to speak very well to this. Talk to me a little bit about that quality of life, the overlap where tourism and hospitality, where a lot of folks would think of that as more of the soft science, mm-hmm. the lifestyle, the this or that. But how important is that to economic development? How important is that to a community thriving and growing? It's all business. It all has to do with making sure that you have the ability to put people in seats, to sell tickets, mm-hmm. to drive traffic, to the ability to host. Doesn't matter what you're hosting. Are you hosting people in your lodging establishment? Are you hosting people at your restaurant? Are they coming back? Are you producing a festival? Are you having a concert? It does not matter what you're doing. All of it has to go down to the fact, are you making money are you driving the commerce because like we talked about yesterday those dollars multiply and multiply and multiply there is not a project that happens in this town that doesn't touch the economic development arm of what we do a lot of our economic development people and professionals in middle tennessee and in nashville have volleyed back and forth between tourism and conventions and meetings Mm -hmm. understanding that piece and then what drives people here in terms of business? How do businesses relocate? What do they want to do? The last guest was so great because that outdoor piece, it's huge. When Nissan came to Middle Tennessee, our North American headquarters is in Middle Tennessee, a lot of what the first things people were doing after schools and neighborhoods were, where can we go outdoors? We're all from California and the West Coast. Mm. What do you guys do here? So when you're trying to attract business and corporate headquarters and other types of business, Amazon, you're, you're talking to the heart of, human beings what what is attracting and inviting to a human being how can you make that place theirs and when people come and visit here they want to stay they want to live they want to come back and that's what you're trying to do it's just so good i know that was great it's all business it's all business it's all business brad business brad exactly exactly and that's what's fun for people to learn how to do that because when you realize that what you already have in your heart of service to do becomes the value proposition that becomes the business then you have students from all walks of life i've I've got my very first class of the very first module there's 18 kids in the class in this very first module five of them speak multiple languages i've got people from all over the country only two are from the state of tennessee i've got west coast kids northeast kids and kids from all over and what they know every every human knows what does it feel like to be served well what does it feel like to be treated well if it's that hot pot of spaghetti at my grandmother's and that's the moment 
everyone can recreate that moment. They just need to be taught how to leverage that. And when I have students who I, I can see what value they can give two, three, four years out, mm-hmm. I'm ready. I just got to, I got to instill, be sure that I instill and make sure that they understand here we work. Like if you're ready to show up and work, like roll sleeves up, get to work. Do those, how old are the kids? Well, un, traditional undergrads, traditional undergrads come in 17, 18, mm-hmm. right? And then they leave around 22. But right now in higher education space, you've got all kinds of people coming into higher ed. They're finishing degrees. They're doing online. We'll, we'll start a master's program next year, MBA in hospitality. So there's all different ways to connect with mm. education. But if you're a learner, that's one thing. But in this industry, if you're a learner and you're ready to work... <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, every single CEO I talk to, every single business owner that I talk to, that's, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for an ethic plus knowledge. They can teach you whatever they need to teach you in their space, but the ability to see past what you've just been told to do is magic in hospitality. It's just magic. It, one, one restaurant owner told, he, and he's amazing, and he told me, I need for my people at every level to see the need before the customer has a need. Mm-hmm. You see the need before you have the need, and then everything works out from there. I love it. What are the, um, I mean, there's challenges. There's got to be challenges with teaching kids, you know, whatever age they mm-hmm. are, about that. What is something that you try to instill in them to potentially work on that work ethic? Absolutely. There, you know? we. We start them from the very first semester in practicum rotations. So on campus, we have a hotel, we have events management, we have entertainment technical services, and we have food service. So they have positions that they do for a term, and they have those skill positions where they learn some basics from our folks on campus. And that's really fun and cool, but they have to report into me as their instructor and do performance coaching. So what worked well today? What didn't work well? What do you hate about this? What do you love about this? What What is really confusing that you're not ready to talk to your supervisor about? Let's make some goals. And then you have some midpoint goals. And then you work on behaviors, attitude, skill, knowledge to build the muscles around that. Because if you're this generation, you have this huge heart and you're really out for justice, <laughs> this generation. So you got to learn how to advocate for yourself in a professional way. And you have to learn that magic of that internal switch of making your behavior match what you're wanting to learn. This generation is a little bit handicapped as to not having that skill in person. But once you get it and start teaching it, then it can come off of that strength online or on my phone can become a really in-person strength. So that's what I want to do with these. Well, I think what you're saying there, too, one of the big, the the, the core of of even this this podcast and, and all that we talk about, the pursuit of passion, Mm -hmm. not the following of, but the pursuit. Mm -hmm. And I love how you are tying, does your behavior match Mm -hmm. the things that you were wanting to learn, the things that you were wanting to do? I I think that is, yeah, I think that is absolutely wonderful. Because that's the practice. That's the fun part. Yeah. We're we're all going to fail. But in your pursuit, can you name your behavior, improve your behavior, set a goal around your behavior? I'm just going through memory memory lane right now where I was a bartender for Mm eight bajillion years. But I was a, some, some of the best times of my life, and I learned so much doing that. Like mm-hmm. I would never have been a professional in any sort of business, That's right. much less marketing, if I didn't have that bartending experience. Mm-hmm. It has taught me everything. That's well, exactly right. Well, about how right. to make those connections. Yes. There's the stuff that makes sense on paper. 
right? There's the statistics. There's the this many people do this and this many this and the you know all of that. But you are the you know just just in today alone, you're the you're the tenth person that has said the first or second question a company asks is what do we do? <laughs> once once our people come here, like what is what is there to do? Mm-hmm. What is that culture? You know, and 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 being able to. Being able to understand that it's life off life off the phone, it's life off of a spreadsheet, it is life with people and for people. With that, but like you said, like that heart of service and being intentional about developing behaviors that allow you to do the things that you want to do. Yeah, it's up to us. It's it's up to us to make things fun. And that we're all granted this, um, you know, original creative juice that's just our own. And if we put it together with other heads, you know, two, three, four, six, eight, ten, you come up with these amazing ideas and you're not looking to somewhere else, something else to do it for you. If you've got an event in front of you, teaching people how to put themselves together to make it something unique drive people to it that it's up to us it's up to us it's up to us beth morrow thank you so much for joining us and i'll go ahead and say we're going to follow up because i want to see yes, how they i, I want to see what's going on in the school awesome the kids and I come to class know. yeah let's go oh we're going to visit we're, we're <laughs> in. all right let's <laughs> we are coming your way <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna we want to visit and we'll check back in because I want to see how it goes. Awesome. I want to I want to awesome. understand and and I want to encourage everybody out there to follow to follow Beth's advice here is develop that behavior that allows you to accomplish the things that you want. You can't sit on the couch and run a 5K. You can choose That's exactly one. Exactly right. <laughs> like sometimes you just got to get up earlier. Sometimes you just got to roll up your sleeves and you always got to get to work. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Brad. And this has been Best Behavior Creative Club.